This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 214. Today we talk about micro-stressors and how they impact you and your well-being. It is a very informative episode, so you're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Hi there. Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. I am one of the co-hosts here. I am Tracy. And I'm the other one. I am Michelle. Yeah. So if you don't know us, that's who we are. (laughs) (laughs) We show up here every week talking about a different topic related to polarities, leadership, friendship, new ways of thinking, new new trends. Yes. Yes. And today we're talking about something that really has just kind of been very timely, I think, um, to learn about it. It's something newer in the literature and it is, um, micro stressors. Mm-hmm. And I think it explains a lot of what we've been experiencing <laughs> <laughs> and seeing in others, uh, to, uh, to be honest with you. And it really, um, it was prompted by this article that I read in the Harvard Business Review. It was one of the big idea articles um, in the health and wellness section. And it was The Hidden Toll of Micro, micro Stress by Rob Cross and Karen Dillon. And um, they did some research on this. And uh, they were really doing, they started out to do a case study. And in this one case study, it kind of intrigued them. And they started to peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak, and uncovered micro stresses. So. The research was on what makes high performers different from the rest of us or those that are not high performers. Yeah. And it started with this case study. And the case study was a pharmaceuticals executive um, and prior to had been a high performer, self-described sedentary workaholic, <laughs> not thriving in either personal or professional life. Right. Mm-hmm. So at this point, she was thriving, but previously not so much. And then they studied 300 people from 30 global companies and interviewed even an even split of men and women. So it wasn't more one or the other from 2019 to 2021. And many of these individuals were what they call powder kegs of stress. <laughs> and most didn't even 
realize it. They were struggling to keep up with professional and personal lives and barely holding it together. And in today's environment, and based on what we've been experiencing, right, we're seeing increases in burnout and exhaustion, leading to increases in leaders' intent to leave. And there's been research for nursing leaders on Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. Um, Also, increasing levels of stress, overwhelm, uncertainty, um, you know, changing um, staff expectations, even even in the post pandemic environment and cultures created a lot of uncertainty around how to lead. Um, and so there's just been a lot going on. And we thought this would be really timely to explore micro stressors in leadership. Yeah, very, very timely. So what we're going to talk about in today's podcast is what Cross and Dylan uncovered in this research and that these high achieving individuals they spoke of suffered from a relentless accumulation of unnoticed small events, right? Or they're just passing moments uh, that dramatically impacted over time. And these are what the micro stressors all are. So they're little things. They're undetected, but they add up over time. Now, we all know when we're big stress, right? Oh, we yeah. learn about stress the management. <laughs> We've all experienced maybe stressful events um, and certainly the pandemic and now staff shortages uh, and finances, the financial concerns right now, that's bringing a lot of stress to both organizationally and at personal levels. And you, you know, our bodies and minds are prepared to just do the fight, flight, or freeze when it comes to major stress. Like we know something's happening. We are stressed. However, not so much with the micro stressors. So that's what we're going to talk about during this podcast. Yeah. And our body knows how to handle it. They know how to handle the big stressors, right? I mean, they don't feel good. I mean, it's still not, right? It's not like, oh yeah, I've got that handled. (laughs) But our body deals with it. So the micro stressors, let's talk a little bit about that. These are these ongoing, small, unrecognized moments of stress. So they can feel flighting or just passing. They fly under the radar of our body, of our mind, right? Of our stress mechanisms. And, um, and there, we, we are just conditioned in our work and in our world to see these as just bumps in the road. Just Mm -hmm. one more thing I got to deal with, right? One more little bump in the Mm -hmm. road. Um, and they go undetected by the normal defense mechanism that we have that manages our big stresses. So what happens then is these build up and become more harmful, becomes a bigger threat to you over time because your body mechanisms that normally deal with stress are not dealing with these little stressors. So it's impacting our bodies, increasing heart rate, increasing blood pressure, um, but the brain's not recognizing it and it's not moving into protective into protective mechanisms to support you. So, you know, this creates a ripple, uh, can create a ripple effect of secondary and sometimes tertiary consequences that can last hours or days, and it can even trigger micro stress in others. Um, And so let me give you an example of a ripple effect of a micro stress. This is an example of a micro stress. This was in the article, The Hidden um, Toll of Micro Stress. And so it begins with um, Rita, and she receives uh, a late day email request from her new manager. So this is a new boss that she has. That's the micro stress, late day request. The immediate ripple is that um, 
I got to put this closer to me because the lighting's not that good. Rita's, um, Rita communicates the terms. Uh, uh, she sees it as stressful uh, because of the email when it arrived, right? So her commute home is stressed out now. Rita spends two hours of her early evening uh, alerting her team and working on this request. So here goes her evening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Secondary ripple, right, is that Rita's team must coordinate with one another to respond to the request. So now they're putting in an additional 20 hours collectively after work um, to have the materials ready for the next day. And Rita's uh, fielding complaints from the team about this new request and the new boss. Tertiary ripple effects are that Rita is short with her husband after her stressful commute home. <laughs> uh, to fulfill the request, Rita skips dinner with her son and worried about neglecting her family and pressures uh, from her team. Rita doesn't sleep very well that night. And then other team members endure similar micro stresses. So that is the full ripple effect. One event impacts multiple, multiple. layers, right, of mm -hmm. Rita, Rita's life and her team's life. And her family's and, life. And that's just one stressor that happened during the day. We're exposed to dozens of them. Now, the micro stressors also carry emotional baggage because they typically come from the people who we are closest to, family, friends, colleagues. And what it generates in us are feelings of guilt, or failure that we've let somebody down, or worry about how we are or aren't mentoring a team member. Maybe we're not adequately doing that. Re the relationship magnifies the impact of the stressor. So in Rita's case, it was a new boss, right? Everybody's working under a new boss. That's a very significant relationship, right? A new relationship mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. So again, the relationship added to the stress of the request. And, you know, we know right now that if you're like most healthcare leaders we talk to, you're already starting with a baseline of feeling trapped as a healthcare leader. It's not like starting out at this happy place right now, right? And uh, that, you know, you are a high achiever, you're purpose-driven, and you're a dedicated leader, yet you're like a dog paddling to keep up with everything already and trying to keep your head above the water. So we know you're exhausted. You feel guilty much of the time and sacrificing your personal life. So that's some, many of you, that's the starting place. Yeah. Well, and if you're having any of those, right, symptoms, experiencing any of that, then you're more than likely making some of these mistakes that could be leading to those uh, feelings as well, right? You're saying yes to requests when you'd prefer to say no. You're trying to protect your team. You're telling yourself you'll be okay if you just get through this week. I just power through this week. I'm going to be fine. If I power through this request, mm -hmm. I'll be okay, right? And you're saying yes um, when, when you really, um, you know it's not inside your skill set either, right? Mm -hmm. So you're taking on things that are outside of your capabilities. That's another mistake that we can make that can add to those symptoms and those feelings. And what you really want is to make a positive impact. 
What you really want is to reconnect with the passion and the energy you have for your profession and your role. You really want to have balance between your professional life and your personal life. And you want to thrive and have healthy relationships, both at work and at home. You want that kind of foundation, that unshakable foundation, right, in your relationships and all of your relationships. And so we want to talk today about a proactive approach to leveraging polarity intelligence to reduce the impact of these micro stressors. So we know that you're facing not just one or two micro stressors every day, but dozens every day. You're just trying to survive. And every week becomes yet another week. You just have to survive. As Tracy said, I just got to get through this week. I just got to get through this week. Uh, and micro stressors come in different forms. And there's 14 sources in three different categories. So we thought we'd start there again to do some more education. We are learning a lot about this. Yeah. And the first category is that micro stressors that drain your capacity to get things done. So this is why you feel like you're failing and you're barely keeping your head above water. And the sources of this type of micro stressors are misalignment between collaboration on their roles and responsibilities. So that can get in the way of you getting things done, which can add to stress. Uncertainty about others' reliability. And surges in work responsibilities at work or home. So all of those can impact that first category of inability to get things done. Yeah. Now, another category is micro stressors that deplete your emotional reserves. Okay. So these are disruptions to your internal well of peace, um, your fortitude, your resilience that helps you focus, prioritize, and manage conflict. Okay. So the sources here are managing and feeling responsible for success and well-being of others. So we know many of you have felt that for your teams, right? Especially during the pandemic and since the pandemic, the lack of trust in your network um, and then confrontational conversations are another source of this micro stress that impacts your emotional reserves. And the third category is micro stressors that challenge your identity. So this is when you get that really uncomfortable feeling like, oh, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being who I want to be. This is not my intention, right? And, I, and it really, over time, can really impact your motivation, your sense of purpose. So sources of this type of micro stressor is pressure to pursue goals out of sync with your personal values. Uh, attacks on your sense of self-confidence, worth, or control, and draining or negative interactions with family and friends. Yeah. Now, since the micro stressors are really difficult to detect, right, because there are these small undetected moments, right, of stress, then it's really kind of hard to battle them head on. And I like to think about it like, you know, you put a frog in a pot of water, and you slowly turn up the heat, right, until it starts to boil. They don't recognize any change in the water, right, until it boils and they're dead. I mean, basically, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. We're sitting in this pot of hot water, and we just keep sitting in it and sitting in it. We're not realizing all these micro stressors and the, the, the significant impact that they're having on an ongoing basis, right? So it's kind of like you, you need to confront them and you have to be aware 
what is your boiling point? Mm -hmm. What is your breaking point? Like, what is it going to take to break you? As we hang in there, we fight through, we are persistent, right? And we keep battling through, say, I'll just get through the week. I'll just get through the week. But there's going to be a boiling point yep. or a breaking point, right? So um, we're going to first start with what they suggested in the article as methods for, you know, kind of combating this, for, for fighting against these micro stressors. One was just, um, you know, pushing back on them was to say no to small tasks. So again, mm -hmm. maybe create some boundaries, say no to things that aren't necessary for you to be doing. Um, manage technology. So technology is a significant influence on our, us on us now. We have our phones, devices. We're inundated with access to information and technology. So managing that technology, maybe more less screen time, less you know, uh, social media, those kinds of things. Um, and readjust your relationships, you know, mm -hmm. so that's another one. So just be looking at your relationships because the micro stressors come from the people that are closest to us. So really re right sizing, reevaluating, readjusting those. Um, awareness of the micro stress that, that those that are causing you stress, right? So put less micro stress out on others and receive less back on yourself. Yeah. So you want to be aware where you might be causing micro stress <laughs> for somebody else. Um, so the less you put out, the less you'll get back, right? So manage the, how you are showing up and how you might be creating stress for others. Rise above it, right? Mm -hmm. So the impact on us, you know, we let it. So we are at choice, right? So things that stress us don't have to stress us. We can make different choices, um, put the situation in perspective, change the frame, the lens through which you're looking at it, change your story about it, change your interpretation about it. Um, you know, um, expand outside, get other perspectives, have a multidimensional life. So you're not just going to work and just going home, right? Engage mm -hmm. in other things that can help you see things differently, different learning opportunities, right? So just change your perspective um, and work on those types of things. And then just identify the sources. So where are your micro stresses coming from? And understand that there are ripple effects. So just like Rita's story, right? There's a ripple effect of that stress on the team, on her family, right? On her. Um, so identify what the sources of stress are. There's, you know, there's three categories and 14 sources. So I'm sure there's some in there you're experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> identify where they're coming from. That's a good step. Yes. And so... Those were recommendations from the authors, but we also want to give you recommendations from our experience and leveraging polarity intelligence to also help minimize or combat these micro stressors that are showing up in all of our lives. And the first one is to take a proactive approach and recognize that they're all not problems. Some are polarities that are always going to be there. Yes. And we can really use a polarity mindset to help offset these micro uh, stressors as well. So it's how we apply it. Number one, if you have been listening to us a while, you know, polarities seem like opposite, um, opposite values, uh, but they actually are two of them and they need each other over time. So it's recognizing which ones are happening in my personal life and in the work environment that I can um, balance. And so, uh, one of them is just the personal polarities, right? Balancing between personal life and professional life. Where are the micro stressors showing up on both 
that I can take some action steps on to help mitigate um, caring for self and others, uh, activity and rest. You know, am I balancing that well? Because that will help with the micro stressors. And then being and doing is another major one. Yeah. Well, it's kind of getting into that state, right? That yes. centered, grounded state and, and maintaining that aspect of who you are while you're doing as well, right? So those are all, when you leverage those, then the, there, you can't help but mitigate the micro stresses, right. right? Because you're proactively addressing all that. So those are great examples, Michelle. Then the other aspect of polarity intelligence is healthy relationships. So we know the micro stressors are caused by the people closest to us. <laughs> so the healthier our relationships, right, the, the more we can minimize these micro stressors. So, you know, being intentional in our connection with others, connecting at the human you know, the humanness of each other, establishing shared purpose. So when you think about, you know, um, how this might be happening in the work environment and, you know, just making sure you have that sense of shared purpose with those that you work with, right? So we're all moving towards the same outcome that helps to eliminate some of the micro stressors. Um, Recognizing equal responsibility. You don't have to be picking up where others are dropping off all the time, right? Hold each other accountable. Be responsible as a group, right? Make sure that people are holding up to their responsibilities. And um, and that's another, you know, we're equally responsible in our outcomes that we achieve. Uh, realizing the human capacity, seeing in each other the opportunity to grow and evolve as individuals um, and seeing the potential in somebody else. And then um, balancing your relationship with self and other. Again, it's being in relationship with yourself. What are your triggers? What are, how are you causing micro stress on others, right? How can you modify your behavior, your beliefs, your interpretations to manage the micro stressors in your life? And how can you be in relationship with others to reduce the micro stressors they might experience um, as a result of being in relationship with you or in interacting with you at work or home? And then just being trustworthy again, right? When you're trustworthy, that begets trust. And um, so when we have trusting relationships, we can have more healthy, deeper relationships and hopefully reduce some of these micro stressors as a result of that. And, and then the other thing about this is some of the polarities that are associated with the healthy relationships are conditional and unconditional respect and a strong balance between that. You know, it's one thing to have unconditional respect for each other just because we exist on this earth and we're human beings. And then there's some aspects of conditional respect and accountabilities, right? So it's a balance of both. And then productivity and relationships. So when the micro stressors are around productivity, the healthy relationship is the balance to that, right? And the need to be productive. So it's, again, those are a couple of polarities that when, when they're leveraged, can also support the reduction of micro stressors in our lives. And the third one is the third component of polarity intelligence is being able to engage in meaningful conversation. And I think it goes without saying, having effective communication is really critical when you've got little micro stressors all around you and, and, and it helps to bring them to the surface. So communication is key. And meaningful dialogue, um, there are some core principles related to that that are very helpful in dealing with these micro stressors. And one is intention and psychological safety. So once I recognize them, I have to be able to create a safe place to even talk about them uh, with another person. So that's really important to state your intention. Um, 
so that you can address them. Another one is active listening and being aware. So it's it's listening to another person. They might be bringing their stressors to you, and are you listening? And are you even aware of the patterns around you so that you can um, identify them that might be happening right in front of your eyes? Uh, also, balancing advocacy and inquiry is another important way to uh, deal with the micro stressors. So it's sharing. This is what I'm experiencing. And um, asking other people, checking in with other people, using inquiry as a methodology to see how they're doing. And, you know, do they feel like they're getting in boiling water right now and mm -hmm. checking that out with them? And certainly very important is leveraging candor and diplomacy, because if our tendency is just to always do, be diplomatic and not raising some of the stressors that we are feeling, then that also can impact a buildup of micro stressors, and then inviting silence and reflection. So to even, instead of getting through the next week, think about inviting per, at a personal level, that silence and reflection, but also to be with another person and also exercising that as well. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, now we know. Mm -hmm. And we can't unknow. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it, right? And the challenge of it. <laughs> um, and so there's definite consequences if you don't take action, right? So um, what's your life going to look like in the next three to six months, right? From now, if you don't increase your awareness about these micro stressors, how you're, how you may be causing micro stress on others, um, and not taking action to eliminate mm -hmm it or them, right? So what's that going to look like? How, how close are you to burnout right now? How, um, you know, how hot is the water that you're in? It's a good question to ask yourself, right? Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now imagine what reducing these micro stressors would mean for your life. So healthy relationships, could lift you up. You could have more of them, be surrounded by them. You could have a sense of peace, more joy and mental and physical well-being because you're really inviting that in and you're, and you're having a t totally different experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the reasons we wanted to bring this right to you as well is that, you know, again, we're human beings like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Not talking heads, human beings. Um, and I think this was like, you know, when I read this article, it was like a slap to the forehead, like, duh, right? Like, we know we have stress. And again, we can recognize the big stressors in our life, but we don't always recognize the toll of all these different little moments that are happening, right? And the challenges that we face, the changes that we're facing. And I think it just gave me a whole new perspective for some of the experiences that I have been having lately. Now, it, you know, Michelle and I often talk about how we are a walking polarity, right? So, and in recently, we've been really polarized, right? Like not, not that we don't recognize the value of each pole, but we've been hanging on to some poles, right? Each of us are pole. And, and so when you're in that, we know they need to be leveraged, but sometimes you feel very strongly, right? And you're just in the situations, right? Where we're trying to grow a business, move in a new direction. So there's just a lot of different things to consider. Um, and we're just recognizing, right? That the tension's increasing. We know we need to leverage it, but in doing that and moving through that, there's a lot of little micro stressors that are happening, right? 
some I'm causing her, some she's causing me, right? And it was just like, wow, it was just kind of opened up our whole world, right? Where we need to have deeper dialogue. We need to be engaged in understanding how we're stressing each other, how we can balance better, you know, some of these very specific polarities that we mentioned to you. Better leveraging of them will help us as well, right? Move through these changes and challenges that we're facing as a business, as owners, as entrepreneurs. There's lots of levels and layers to this. And I think it just really kind of helped us to see our experience in a different way and those that we've been coaching as mm-hmm. well, right? Because everybody we talk to talks about how much stress they're under, right? And how strained things are and how they just, you know, they feel like they can't keep their head above water. And as soon as it gets above water, they're underwater. And and it's these building up and building up and building up of all these different micro stress. So it just seems like, oh, <laughs> like a new window opened up, right? And you can just see things differently. So... Well, and I think for me, when I read the article, I saw a a similarity to a concept that my husband and I have talked about in our marriage for the last 31 years, and that is foundation management and a conversation we had on our first date about how you got to keep the foundation clean and you can't let the little stuff pile up because it ends up a bunch of crap and then it's harder to take care of it, right? Mm -hmm, You're, mm -hmm. you know, that's when you're five, 10, 20 years in and you got to go see a marriage counselor to try to fix it all. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it's there's this is a very similar concept. It's different, but it's very similar that you got to address the small stuff and you can't you can't let it just build up until it's this huge thing that you have to take care of. And we deal with a lot of little stresses every day. So it's how can we look at it through that perspective and and then have the conversations about it, right? And have Bring them up when they're small and then deal with them so that we're always keeping our foundation clean, both from a personal perspective, but also from um, an other perspective Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And I think if we're leveraging the polarities like that we kind of laid out and you're really leveraging them well, probably the micro stressors will just be a lot less. There'll be a lot less need for the conversations because you're being candid and diplomatic all the time, right? Like you're you're doing the things you're, you know, you've got the productivity and the relationship piece leveraged, right? So it doesn't, doesn't, you don't get, um, you know, overemphasizing one or the other or any of these, right? Um, The conditional and unconditional respect. Like, so when you've got these leverage and you're actively kind of managing them, it's not so stressful because you're taking care of all of that on the front end. Cause this is all about your relationships with other people and how you're being with each other and your perspectives and how you're managing those perspectives, right. And those expectations. So I, that's why I think I'm so excited about the potential for yes. polarity intelligence to mitigate these so that they, they happen rarely versus all the time you're dealing with them. Right. So I yeah. think it gives us a whole new lens to manage the stress. So I get really excited about yeah, that. I just I was too. like, wow, this is really, really, really important stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of a, it's like a run through the car wash, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this will be one of many episodes I think that we'll do in the future. I think we'll talk more and more about this and about how to, you know, um, take different maybe micro stressors and leverage polarities. Um, but we're excited to bring this to you. We hope you found it really valuable and helpful. And if you did, you know, drop us a drop us a comment and our LinkedIn 
our Missing Logic LinkedIn page. Um, let us know, right? Right. If this resonated with you, certainly you can, um, you know, leave a, uh, a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be, you know, like I said, talking more about this in the future. And, uh, I think, I think we've said everything we can <laughs> and then some probably it's probably time to say goodbye. Right. Uh, I think so, so. <laughs> thanks for joining us for another episode of healthcare's missing logic podcast. And, uh, we look forward to being back here again on the airwaves with you and having you listen to another episode. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Manage those micro stressors. <laughs> See you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.